BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, everyone. I'm Rod, the Internet's coworker, and I'm very excited for you to listen to my podcast, Millennial Made. Listen to me and my guests on your commute to work before you have to interact with your 23-year-old coworker or 16-year-old nephew as I translate the millennial experience, discuss internet culture, recap current events, and throw us back to our MySpace era with some nostalgia. Catch me right here on Dear Media or also on YouTube to watch as well. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Tay Lore, and joining me right now is also Tay Lore. It's the Taylor's anniversary episode. Hey, honey, hey. Hello. I'm so excited to do this. Me too. Are you, though? Yeah. Oh, no. I feel like you are, too. Honey, we get to reflect on a year of love. We got married. I mean, listen, we're a little behind on the anniversary, kind of like your gift. <laughs> <laughs> from me from you we'll talk about that my little anniversary snafu yeah. oh god i'm never forgive myself anyway but we've been married for a year we've been together now for how long honey i kind of forget seven seven and change seven and change we were together in the summer of 2015 Correct. okay right so yeah seven and change so together for six years and then we've been married for a year mm-hmm. yeah are you Look sick at- of me yet Honey, I love you more and more every day. I just want to warn everybody. It's going to be very sappy. I'm so madly in love with this woman singing across from me. Trigger warning. Yeah. It's going to be really saccharine. It's going to be just like, you know, syrup in your fucking mouth. I mean, I have some questions to ask that may or may not cause. Not a fight, but you know. It won't be all rainbow and sunshine. Okay. Okay, is my point. Sure. We'll give each other a little bit of a hard time. But all in all... We just wanted to kind of do like a happy anniversary to us episode together. And it's been a year. I can't believe how quickly it's gone by. Do you feel like that too? Snap of a finger. It feels like a blink, but it also feels like our wedding was a million years ago. You know that feeling? Yeah. Well, we, so, um, we obviously talk about this all the time, but we have a couples therapist that we're obsessed with. And that's what Sherry said recently when I was working on that EMDR thing is she said in life, you know, like... I think it's good and bad things, but it's like, it feels so far away, but also it feels like it was just yesterday. And when it comes to bad things, that's bad. That's why we need the EMDR. But when it's good things, isn't that the great, like, I feel like I just met you yesterday. 
But that also feels like a million years ago, especially like when I look at pictures, we look like babies. Well, my stomach was flat. So yes, that <laughs> feels like a very long time no, ago. No, we woke up at your parents' house. It was like the day before our anniversary. And we were like, can you believe a year ago we woke up? At, in the same in bed. In the same bed. In the same and room. And we tried to pitch a fucking tent <laughs> using like poles that you're supposed to put into the ground. <laughs> Stakes. We literally six. stakes you put into the grass. We literally bought buckets and put sand in them. So stupid. So stupid. You know, stupid. some people like to go to Soul Cycle the day of their wedding. We, we liked to try to... Pitch a tent on a, on a deck. A wood deck <laughs> with Chris and Zenon and my brother and me and you and my brother-in-law, Steve, weirdly supervising when no one asked him to. That was horrible. <laughs> he got there like right as all... I mean, you guys, I was lifting fucking like 50 pounds this is like a circus tent this is a <laughs> massive massive like 50 foot long tent when i posted that you know basically it's like a movie trailer of our wedding video uh on instagram for our anniversary somebody yeah. wrote never forget the tent <laughs> truly <laughs> like literally what a stupid <sighs> thing to do but yeah so i <laughs> Exactly. I want to reminisce on the wedding day on this past year. Good things, bad things, things we want for the future. My fucking anniversary fuck up. Shit like that. So let's go back to the wedding day. So yeah. So the most ridiculous memory you have from the wedding was the trying tent. to pitch a tent on the <laughs> so deck. So it didn't work out. Oh man. What was the, what was your favorite part of the wedding day? Oh, no, something that made me really happy was when the weather changed from 100% rain to zero. <sighs> like 24 minutes before the ceremony was supposed to start. Yeah, it felt like not to be all religious-y and shit. But you know what? As a gay couple, I deserve to have this moment. But it was almost like God was like, they deserve a win. You know? Yeah, I think it was your mom's uh, rosary beads outside the window. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't that involve God? Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? We actually, at your friend Rachel's wedding, like three months ago, we, it was big like. Jewish wedding. Big, yeah. I mean, <laughs> a totally Jewish wedding. And she was like, it's going to rain tomorrow. And she was weirdly calm about it. And Tay and Very. I were like, we were like, listen you might want to try this thing that we tried before our wedding because she was at our wedding. And we were like, remember how the weather was a horrible prediction and it just turned on a dime? She's like, yeah, we're like, we put rosary beads outside the window the night before. People say it works, it worked for us. And she was like, but like, who has rosary beads? And weirdly, your dad <laughs> had put rosary beads in your mom's suitcase. To keep her safe. To keep her safe traveling to go to this wedding. And we were like laughing that he like snuck them in she there. She was like, are these your beads? And we were like, yeah, <laughs> there are beads in your suitcase. No, to be fair, we just got back from Italy and we got all of these rosary beads that's, from the Vatican. That's So fair. I thought maybe a pair of them fell into your mom's suitcase when she opened it or something. Mm -hmm. But um, alas, it was your father just yeah, um, so. <laughs> trying to shove religion down her throat one last time <laughs> but it worked out see yeah. got stuff so we had the rosary beads and rachel put them outside her window mm -hmm. and voila fucking law it was like a hundred percent it was like already drizzling and it just did not hit yeah it was, it was like tiny sprinkle during the ceremony but we were under trees and it was yeah. like anyway so that happened to, you so know that what? happened with us as well big ups for jesus that's big what i ups. wanted to say she did a great job that day <laughs> she she honey god can be a she but jesus is Definitely. Oh, a yeah, right. There's a difference. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus is non-binary. Jesus is they, them. Got it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that was an amazing thing on our wedding day. 
the heat. I think my favorite part was when my sister dumped an entire 64 oh. ounce cup of iced coffee down the sink while she's and stared at you in, in the, the eyes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Paige. I love you. My favorite part of the wedding was when I cut my extensions in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> right before we took all of our pictures that was you know what it's not my favorite moment but it's like my thank god i did that moment because and listen i've said this a million times i'll say it, it one was last time after the pictures right it was not jules it was, so julius was like well, how do you want your hair to look and i was like naked mermaid i don't know why i've never wanted to look like a mermaid in my life naked mermaid or naked mermaid like a mermaid oh i don't i don't even know where it came from you guys like there was so much on our plate for this wedding that for whatever reason i was kind of like whatever to hair and makeup i just didn't think things through usually people do trials and shit anyway <sighs> so he made me a mermaid and before <laughs> with like my hair covering my giant piece and i literally <laughs> said to him as we were walking down he's like do you want me to trim them real quick that i should have known that meant like they're a little bit much and i was like no i love them <laughs> and then <laughs> luckily i went upstairs to go to the bathroom and i looked and i was like damn they are long and i just cut them with like straight my, across straight across and with it, like cuticle scissors like literally <laughs> but it was perfect because that's when we did our major photo shoot but like pictures from the ceremony my hair's really long and pictures like right after like with the kids and stuff oh you did it before our pictures i did it before our, oh. our so every picture that we took like with family and stuff i have like the extra long hair <laughs> and then afterwards when i cut it so that's my thank god i did that moment Do you yeah. thank god i did that moment thank god i yeah my hair was like real like bufanti yeah and i was like please make it messier yeah. Otherwise, I would have looked like I was wearing a wig. I like when you look like that. I know you do. <laughs> you know me. The higher the hair, the closer to God. <laughs> Very religious episode. <laughs> this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Rothy's. I am so excited. I love Rothy's shoes. And you know me, okay? I'm a girl who loves her fashions. But I also love functionality. Is that even a word? And definitely comfort. I'm a woman of a certain age. I can't be run around town and like five inch stilettos anymore. That's just not my life. But just because I wanna be comfortable doesn't mean I wanna wear like orthopedics. I wanna look cute. I take fashion very seriously. I am obsessed with Rothy's and you're gonna be obsessed too. If you know, you know, and if you don't, I'm about to change your life. So you may have heard of Rothy's. They've got the point and the flat. People Magazine actually named The Point the best flat for their first ever style awards in 2021. And I concur. Honestly, it's easy to see why millions of women wear Rothy's every single day. And I love The Point. It really like streamlines the leg. It elongates my leg. And I need all the help I can get. I love a navy. I love a black. They also have this hot neon pink that's to die for. I consider it a neutral. I'm telling you right out of the box, the shoes are so comfy and rothy they also make insanely comfortable sneakers loafers ankle boots and more and i'm a girl that loves my shoes and when my shoes die it like breaks my heart so the fact you can wash them and keep them alive for so long is incredible the best part is everything rothy makes is better for the planet they've repurposed millions of single-use plastic bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. I'm a Rothy's girl walking around the mall. I live in New Jersey now after all. No, I'm joking. I still go into the city to shop. What are you, crazy? But I'm trying to get my steps in and I can get all my steps in. In style with Rothy's. Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked 
are those Rothy's? Plus get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash Taylor. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Taylor. Again, $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. What was my favorite moment? What was your favorite moment? I really loved the ceremony when Ashley's, my sister, officiated. That was my favorite. She's such a good, like, speech giver. Ah, I have to say... So on our anniversary, Ashley wrote on, at least she, she wrote in my comment section on the video I posted, she wrote, happy anniversary to the three of us. And I'm like, exactly. No. But and having have just now officiated Stassi and Bose, I actually, it makes it even that much more special. Like being up there and, you know, especially for me and my EMDR work, so don't worry, I'm not going to go fucking crazy and off the rails when I say this, but... I have perspective to like know how special it is to have your sister be up there as our officiant. Mm-hmm. And like she really, she really, rep- like she really represented both of us. I feel like sometimes it's when it's one person's family member, they tend to like, they can't help it. They lean more heavy towards sentiment towards their family member. They've known them longer. Yeah. I felt like Ashley did such a, like, I felt so like loved and seen in, in the ceremony. And yeah, I was grateful that she mentioned the Eagles and the greatest showman <laughs> and earth, wind and fire. That really meant a lot to me. No, I think that the most like impactful thing for me overall was that we were getting pa- married at your parents' house. Yeah. Which is like, I never thought that that would happen. 360. And just, oh, and having like our... I didn't even know that my parents were going to be like at our wedding and if they were like behaving. Right. And I'm not throwing my mom under the bus here. I mean, she's been on the podcast talk about this. She's apologized a million times. No, but I think, and look, of course, I think we look back and there are a few more people we wish were there, but having our family and, and close friends there like at your parents' house was so awesome. Like watching them, like each of them walk through the door was like, holy shit, Stassi and Bo are here. Holy shit, Tara's here. Holy shit, Sarah's here. Like them being there was so Well, and it's such a special place to us. And I really do think that in the pandemic, I mean, my parents, at first they were bad, then they were fine. Then I came out on the radio, then they were bad again. Then they were fine. But like, I even remember... I guess, was it right before the pandemic? It was when I yelled at Zach's roommate. Um, and that's when my parents were like, you're going to fucking lose Taylor. And that's when I knew that it was like, oh, they're not just okay with me being in this relationship. Like, they love you. They yeah. love Taylor Donahue. And that was a huge turning point. But I do feel like in the pandemic, when we stayed with them for like six weeks straight, their place became so special to us as a couple. So it really, yeah. but having it there was really 360. It was. I have to say too, your dad's speech Dad's speech was great. Was really good. Yeah. Sorry to my, sorry, Chippy, my dad. But Chippy's speech was good. But your dad, I mean, the apple doesn't fall far, far from the tree. Your sister got that yes. skill from your dad. He's so good at it. It was like, again, he was able to pay homage to like you and how special you are to him. And then was like seamlessly able to like tie me into feeling just as special. I think that's something that really happens at weddings a lot is like the father of the bride makes the br- fr- bride feel special, but like ignores the groom. All the passive aggressive shit that goes down at weddings. But like your family did such a great job of making me feel as loved as you in their eyes. So anyway, it was a very special day. It was. Was there, is there anything that you would have changed? I wish this is so silly, but I wish we had bigger flowers on the tables. Right. When I look at those pictures, I'm like, it just needed a little, I mean, look, the background speaks for itself and it was, and that's like so minor. 
and such a waste of money. I know. I know. That's, I mean, I will say I wish we had like 10 to 20 more people. Me there. too. Me too. I Especially think that, like for the dance party after, like it was so fun, but it could have used like another tw- 10, 20. I think that 25 is just too small. I think that, I think like, 40 to 50 is like, if you're going to do a small wedding, is like the perfect number. Because it's enough people that like, if you want to avoid somebody, you can. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Not that I wanted to avoid anybody at our wedding, but like, I kind of get... I, maybe it's just years of talking. I just like, am like running out of words, but like sometimes in the midst of a small talk moment, I like need to escape. And I realize at a wedding of 25 people, it's actually impossible. Yeah. Ironically, you hate small talk the most (laughs) of anybody I know. The most. I'm always like ducking out of conversation. You'd rather not leave the house ever. Oh my God. I'm such a hermit. So, um, but yeah, it was, I mean, aside from a few small things here and there, it was literally, I know I've made fun of people. If you say your wedding was the best day of your life, you've accomplished nothing. Well then I've accomplished nothing because it was the best day of my life. Well, it was one of the greatest. Yeah. Days of my life. But I have to say, I think this past year has been the best year of our relationship. A hundred percent. What do you attribute to that? Sherry. I know our therapist. She's <laughs> incredible. Um, you really do, don't you? Yeah, because we've finally gotten to a place where we are not only are we working on our relationship, but working on ourselves, like for real working on ourselves. Yeah. Like I had sing- a lot of, of working to do and changing to do medication to take all of the things, treatments yeah. to, you know, hip hypnosis to go under all of the things. But when we first went to therapy, did you feel like it was just for me and you were kind of just there to be like, fine, I'll like do couples therapy with you, but you're the fucked up one that you need to change. Yeah. I know it fucking. Yeah. Bitch. But I like, <laughs> I've done like a 180, maybe like a 160. I'm still obviously getting there, but like. So wait, so you went into therapy, couples therapy, kind of just like as, um, to not to patronize me, but to like be there. You wanted me to change. So you were like, well, I'll do this with her to support her and be here for her transition. Yeah. And I wanted to figure out how to speak the same language. And we just kept having the same arguments over and over and over and over again. It was like exhausting. We were both exhausted by it. So I'm exhausted. The whole thing. That's what I'm going to say to her. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to like be cracked open. I was just like so not vulnerable. So a perfectionist. So but you went in thinking you had how much to change of yourself. Like zero. Don't lie. Tell the truth. A little. Okay. But not much. And then how much do you think you've changed? So much. Like how many times more? So let's say at one a scale of one to 10, you thought you had to change one or two. Mm-hmm. Now, how much do you think that like you've changed? Seven. Yeah. It's been unbelievable. Yeah. So now you realize it's not just a me problem. It's Correct. an us problem. Correct. It's mostly you, but it was also <laughs> me a little, a little less. If you, know you thought though? you if you thought you had to make a two, you've changed like to an eighteen. <laughs> First of all, I always think I have to do, change a ten because I hate myself. So please, with I'm that, kidding. I'm um, kidding. I'm kidding. No, I will say I think I, I will take responsibility for seventy five percent of the problems that, that we've had in this relationship. Wow, that's three fourths. But you get a nice solid quarter there, my I'll friend. Take it. I'll take it. Yeah, you just didn't realize it. But like even now, the way that we communicate with each other that we've. I like, I did not go into therapy, couples therapy with you being like, this is what I need you to change. I really was like, I need her to understand me because I'm frustrated and I'm, I know I can be crazy and I know I can be like paranoid and I know I can be overly dramatic, but I also like, I do, I, I, I have a very high EQ, I think. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not like, 
I, I don't hit the mark on every single scenario that I'm dissecting. And then furthermore, I don't know. I just like, so what if, if I'm being dramatic? That's how I feel. Those are my feelings. I know feelings aren't facts, but like they're not also nothing. No, you're sensitive and you're, you'll always be sensitive. Oh my God. Breakthrough. Yes. And that's okay. And it's I did. Okay. And I, yes. And I did recently say to you, I know you've talked about it. Yeah. I think on the show, oh, on the radio you, show. You say it again. You say it again. We left one of your EMDR appointments and I said, you are misunderstood. She looked right at me and she said, you know what? You're so misunderstood. Because. And I like, that almost was the like, greatest almost thing. Almost like drove into a tree. You were like, drove almost off the road. I was, I, I, I couldn't believe, and I did not, you guys, I did not prompt it. Like it was just out no, of nowhere. Was, you looked at me and you were like, you're so misunderstood. I was like, thank you. Because you really, thank you. you really genuinely mean well. Thank you. You are like, you are so kind. You are so you do have a really high EQ. Um, you. you just happen to be sensitive. And I always tell you this, you just happen to have a big mouth. So people just think that they could just, you know, throw egg at your face and you'll like just be fine. And you do take a lot of shit. Thank you. You do take a lot Thank of shit. You. So when you don't take shit, people are like, oh, you're a baby. It's like you take so much shit constantly that nobody hears about. <sighs> and you're sensitive and that's okay. And then I've learned to just but let like, you, I'm, but I'm sensitive, but isn't it also like, well, wouldn't you be sensitive if you caught the shit that I was catching? Sometimes. Right. But I've learned to just let you vent. And if I let you vent and get it out, I'm done. You you're done. Yeah. And, and especially after this EMDR stuff, I feel like, Oh yeah. You started more to, so. you started to become like sick of hearing yourself talk about. Yeah. Obviously X issue, but other things you're like, I don't feel like talking about this for, it just, anymore i'm sick of it the only word i can can say is it just feels exhausting like i'm over it and i like that phrase used to make me so mad because once upon a time there was maybe a couple people in my life that would to everything that was happening that was very real and like that needed to be discussed it was like oh just get over it and it was yeah, like no let, no Not i used without, to say let it go and that you would let like it go get over it like it makes me so mad because i feel like it's dismissive of my feelings mm -hmm. and dismissive of things that are happening it's like oh i just did this horrible thing well ugh, let it go it's it's like, you didn't even say you're sorry for it. How can I fucking let it go? Right. So to me, that's like, those are my trigger phrases. But now I find myself saying like, oh, I just want to let it go. Oh, I'm just over it. But like in a way of like, been there, done that, can't change it. It is what it is. What's the point in torturing myself? Right. And even if it's something that you can't just it. like let go quickly, you at least say like, okay, how do I let it go? Right. How do I take the steps to let it go? Whereas before you would just hear, let it go and you would go fucking bananas exactly so it's at least like you can act hear it and slow down and process Here's the thing, it though, and i want to say this about the phrase let it go or mm -hmm. get over it well get over it's not very nice let it go is a little bit nicer but you can say it to yourself it's like you know how you can talk shit about your own family but nobody else can right okay uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so have that, you met me that is like jay's mantra not my family Oh my God. Psycho. Psycho. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. I'm like real calm until I'm not. Holy shit. But I feel like it's the same thing with uh, get over it. It's like, or let it go. You can say it to yourself, but when somebody else is telling you to, it's like, it's, it's something that you need to get to on your right. own. It's like hitting rock bottom. Somebody can't tell you to quit something. Like you have to get there yourself. So anyway, but I'm there. So therapy has been, I could, if somebody said, what's the number one thing you recommend to a brand new couple? I'd say, well, I, I would say this. What's the number one thing you recommend to a couple that's getting married? I would say start therapy like while you're planning the wedding because so much shit comes up. Mm -hmm. And also, even if shit doesn't come up and you guys are getting along great, it's just so bonding to have that like in the beginning, you know? Yeah. 
and it's uncomfortable and it's expensive. Yeah. You know, not everybody has the luxury to do it, but it's. Yeah. But you know what? When you think about it, it's like you spend X amount of money on dinners out. Like this is like, it's, I, I just feel like it's like the most, it's more important than like going on a vacation. But it's just as, it's just as important as like your physical health, which. <laughs> what, is that important? Do we know, put right? that? <laughs> as of two weeks ago, yes, but not for the past 10 years. Um, so yeah, I would say couples therapy. I mean, it's changed our relationship and we have always been madly in love. We have not been always great, but I will mm-hmm. say too, like we, I was just watching sex and city and Aiden and Carrie get in this fight when they move in with each other. And she's like, we haven't spoken in three days. And I love that. Like we never pull that shit. Like we, I, you and I can't even go like more than four or five hours, maybe six max without like talking to each other. Eventually we'll separate and then we'll text. Yeah. And, then and it I'll gets apologize because I can't stand not talking to you or like hugging you or like being near you. Yeah. But we definitely, even though we were madly in love, it was definitely in a very hard, imperfect relationship. Very. And I feel like the most solid we've ever felt. So let's start having children and ruin everything Perfect. that let's we've done. Let's get a dog, look for a house and have a kid in the next like year. <laughs> And uh, then we'll really fuck all this hard work up. And then we'll have a podcast for our two year and see where we are. (laughs) Oh, God, don't even say it. I hope we're I know it's not realistic that we can stay exactly where we are right now. But like if we could, that would be so great. You know, I mean, that's part of relationships. There are ups and downs. Like I am trying to like be like the most prepared for that. But like I just I'm so in love with you. I'm just more in love with you every single day. I'm so obsessed with you. I I, I wrote down what's like your favorite part of like any given day with me. And I, I, I will tell you my answer. I wrote down my favorite part of the day with you. I think you know what it is. Do you want to guess? Well, I do you want to hear my answer first. No, you go. Okay. I'll go. My favorite part is when you first wake up in the morning. Yeah. And I come and I jump on bed on the bed, like a little kid. Because Tay gets up before me now because she has these meetings with yeah, India for and I her can work. O- I can always hear you stirring and I come up. What do you mean you can hear me stirring? Either you like cough or you go to the bathroom or you're like shuffling your water around or something. I can always sense that you're awake. And I always say you're in the morning, you're soft and warm and vulnerable. Soft and warm and, and vulnerable. quiet. <laughs> so quiet. Um, you're like a little like, like little puppy dog waking up. It's but so that's cute. my favorite part of the day is waking up or like even sometimes like on the weekend, I'll wake up before you and just like, I genuinely like when I wake up with you, it's like, and I, even from the beginning of our relationship when, you know, it was like, I was like living on people's couches, like crazy. And I'd like get to spend the night with you. And it was like, Oh, you in the morning. It's like just the best start to my day. Yeah. I also love falling asleep with you because I make you no, rub my arm. I know you love that. You know what else I, don't, I loved? <laughs> I don't love, I, we need to figure out a better falling asleep situation for me. I've, it's I've, very, very one-sided. And it's true. I need it not to be. Well, if you sleep in my nook, then I you know. don't have to rub me. I know, but then I can't watch my television shows on my it's iPad. True. So it's like a lose-lose for you. <laughs> totally. There was something else that happened last week that I loved that we haven't uh, encountered in a long time because we have not left each other's sides for about three months what you went to the city to run some errands last week yeah for like four hours yeah well it was i had a tsa appointment and then i was just like fuck it i'll just run errands and stuff yeah. and like something i used to do a lot when i was in the city working in the city i was go to sugar fish and have lunch for myself which is oh, like yeah, my favorite thing to do yeah. yeah so i kind of just let my i was like you're making a day out of it like yeah. if you're schlepping all the way in just like you got to do a bunch of stuff so then you came home after like the afternoon and when you walked in i was so 
happy to see you. Aww. I like jumped on you because right, I missed you, but I never get to miss me. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm about to leave for three days, so we'll I see how know. it goes. I already miss you. I don't even want to talk about her. <laughs> Are we codependent for real? Mm. Is this healthy or is this not? Like, that's the thing too is like being codependent is not attractive and it's not good. But like I, and listen, the pandemic has created very strange existences now, especially dynamics in relationships. Yeah. Because never before in the history of the world that we live in, in the capitalist society we live in in America, like, both people work from home. Like literally Tay and I spend every fucking waking moment together. We might not be interacting for hours when we're working, but we are, we are, we are side by side. I don't think that we're codependent. I think it's just circumstance. We both work from home. When we go out of town, we're going we're to see together, family or friends. Right? Like I'm going on a trip with my girlfriends in the fall oh. for like <laughs> three days. No. I'm going Wait, to, I'm but, going to a wedding without you. Your friends did invite me. They did. I, I deserve wife of the year award. This is the thing that's really hard with the same sex relationship is girls trips. It's like, well, I'm a girl against sex in the city yeah. when Samantha's dating that lesbian. Oh yeah. And she's yeah, like, yeah. we're out for girls. And she's like, but I'm a girl. It's like, I so understand that. But at the same time too, like your dynamic with your friends, these are your friends since you were in fucking middle school. Like these are your best friends. It's your whole crew. And they're amazing and so nice to me. But like, I want them to get to like, be with you yeah. without me. It's just different. Yeah. So I feel like I'm very cool about that. I try to be. Now, but yes. No, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I, but then there's still a part of me that's like, but if they, but if they really want me to come, <laughs> I mean, you're going to stay at the coolest fucking place in Puerto Rico. It's like, that's true. No. Well, two of the, two of the, I won't fi- crash two of the five of us haven't booked their tickets yet. So the other two were like, hey girl, Get your sig others on. Uh, I'm ready. On standby you, you in case tell me, in case they bail. If the husbands come, this husband's right there, ready to show up. <laughs> no, they will come. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Next Evo. To know me is to know that I have major trouble sleeping, and I've tried all of the things, right? And of course, I've tried CBD. But there was this one time that I was trying this certain CBD. It shall remain nameless. And I was just like, I don't even know if this is working. And then that gives me more anxiety, which then makes me have even more trouble sleeping. It's a vicious cycle. Well, guess what? If you've ever wondered whether your CBD was working, it means it probably wasn't. And I'll tell you why. Because Next Evo Naturals developed smart sorb technology clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than regular CBD oil. Yeah, Next Evo understands. And guess what? It makes so much sense because oil doesn't mix with your water-based body just like on its own. Durr. So with Next Evo, it works faster. So when you feel stress coming on, you don't want to waste time wondering, is it working? Because with Next Evo, you know it is. And for me, when I'm trying to fall asleep, knowing it's working uh, just helps me chillax and let the CBD take over. So let me tell you more about this smart sorb technology. It improves CBD's ability to get absorbed, getting into your system in as little as 10 minutes. When I'm trying to fall asleep at night, that's what I'm looking for. Now, most CBD oil found in tinctures, gummies, capsules, achieve between 2 and 10% absorption. That's ridiculous, which means that more than 90% of what you think you're actually getting is wasted. Now, Next Evo Naturals are scientifically formulated to deliver more CBD in a way your body can actually use it and use it fast. It's proven 29 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. 
And Nextevo isn't just another CBD company. Their all-natural products are backed by more scientific studies than any other CBD brand, developed by experienced consumer healthcare and pharmaceutical professionals. It's vegan, GMO-free, gluten-free, THC-free capsules and gummies derived from 100% U.S.-grown hemp. So stop wondering if CBD is right for you. Try Next Evo Naturals, capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams, clinically proven to be better absorbed by your body. Get 25% off your first order of $40 or more at nextevo.com with promo code TAYLOR. Again, that's 25% off at nextevo.com, promo code T-A-Y-L-O-R. Nextevo.com, promo code TAYLOR. And now back to the podcast. We said no anniversary gifts. You we, said no anniversary fuck gifts. You. So it was we, like two days before. You're like, we're not doing gifts, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, well, you should have gift. That is manipulative. What? Fuck that shit. Why? Okay, wait a second. So here's the deal. Our anniversary is rapidly approaching. We've been gone now. I'm just saying, like, when we were gone for three weeks from our home. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's like first we're with your sister and brother-in-law and the kids. And then we're with my parents for a week. It was supposed to be just one week. Then the EMDR thing. So it ended up being two weeks. Yes, we're still working. So it's not like we're on full-blown vacay. But it was just like, I was just trying to get our asses out of my parents' house for our anniversary. Because I was like, we're going to end up waking up a year from our wedding. Like the fact that we even were sleeping in the same bedroom the night after our wedding. I mean, it makes sense, but it's kind of like not romantic, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah. We obviously didn't do a great job with romance. We still technically haven't gone on our honeymoon. We haven't. We haven't. So the gift that you didn't give me. Okay. So I'm just saying we're not doing really well in the romance department. Like we didn't do well last year in the romance department. Which is why I got you gifts. Ugh. And so I just, I, I guess I just kind of got like lost in us just trying to get back home. But then when I was trying to think of romantic things we could do, I was like, well, you know, be romantic is going on our honeymoon finally. But I was like, what am I going to surprise her with a trip? I was like thinking we go to Soho House, Miami, like we always love to. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, we're, geez, we're not going to want to travel. We just got fucking home. So I was like trying to think of romantic things to do. And I was like, well, I guess we'll just do dinner on Saturday night and we'll do something Sunday. And the more I thought about it, I was like, we go someplace in the Hamptons. And then I'm like, well, what's the point? Like, we're literally going home. We have to go. We have to go home and stay home. home. And I just, I don't know. And I know like year one for an anniversary is like paper. And I was like, well, we already got all these fucking wedding pictures and I don't know what else we could get. So I just you was should like... A, you should phone a friend when you're in those situations. Anyway, so the long story short, I just like said to Tay two days before, like, we're not doing gifts, right? No gifts. And you said yes. What am I supposed to say? You should say, I got you a gift. So get it together, girlfriend. No, I would never do that. Oh, the latter is me thinking that we're just going to do dinner and no gifts. Well, because then it leaves you scrambling for a gift for at two least, days. But at least I know. At least I know. At least I know. I don't know. I think I'm oh, right. Oh, I feel like we need, I feel like we might need a part two to this. And I feel like we do need you people admit, to like. When you're trying to surprise somebody, do you admit? Not surprise. The gift is a surprise. That's manipulative. Because I want it to be the winner? Yes. Oh, you might be right. I am right. Oh, Oh my God. Everybody's telling me I'm the man one. Actually, yeah, I am the man one. I'm a dumb idiot that forgets things. But you're like, oh, manipulative, Mm. gaslighting. I also don't care if you buy me gifts or not. Well, let's really talk about this because there's love languages. And I am telling you, I like nice things, but like clearly based upon my gift giving skills, gifts giving and gift receiving is not my love language. I like... 
talking I would, is. I, <laughs> I like, I know this sound. I like giving gifts more. You would rather give gifts than receive? I'd rather both, but if I uh, had to pick, I'd rather give them than receive them. Well, you pick the right partner in that case, <laughs> my friend. No, tell me for like, no, if so you would have all, gotten me a gift and I didn't get you anything, I would have felt like shit. Uh, welcome to my world. I know, but I told you not to feel bad because I didn't care. I know, but literally if, okay, roles reversed. So this is what we have to do in therapy, guys. This is the only way that they can um, comprehend, like find compassion for me. Empathy is not your strong suit, I have realized. Yeah, that's the uh, <laughs> that's the last piece that I'm really working on. Okay. No, I have worked on it. <laughs> it's just hard because you have so many feelings. <laughs> oh, that's gaslighting. Uh, I also admitted the other day that I literally don't understand what gaslighting is. Because <laughs> you use it so frequently. I'll tell you what gaslighting is. I don't is. know whether or not it's like, I, do, I don't understand what gaslighting is. Okay, gaslighting is me saying we're not going to do anniversary gifts and you say yeah okay and then two days later surprise me with it and then you're like what why are you upset that's gaslighting i don't i, I literally don't, don't understand so like let's say you say something to me like passive aggressive and i'm like you're trying to start a fight and you're like me trying to start a fight listen to you you're raising your voice you're trying to start a fight and i'm like but you said the thing i didn't say anything actually you said it the, okay. that situation every fight we get into you gaslight me is gaslighting being manipulative is it yes. the same thing yes it's denying somebody's truth it's making somebody feel crazy when you absolutely just did the thing that you said that they How did, did i gaslight you with the gift every you gaslight everything i still am madly in love with I you i definitely manipulated it. you but i didn't <laughs> gaslight you fine maybe i'm misusing gaslighting yes, in this yes, case yes, in this you case you use it every day i don't understand Whatever. what it is i'm telling you you just do it just think about all the things that you do. I will admit to manipulating you <laughs> if you stop saying that I gaslight you. That's gaslighting. <laughs> Great. Fuck you. Now I'm going to look it up. Hold on. I think that you might be misusing it. Um. No. 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 You are a literal expert. You are. You are a gaslighting queen. I think that you're gaslighting me right now. Oh my Jesus! See that? What you just did. That's gaslighting. Yeah, what you're doing right now is gaslighting oh me. Oh, my God. Gaslighting meaning. Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation right. in which the abuser, you, <laughs> attempts to sh sh to sow self-doubt and confusion in the victim's mind. Me. Sow? <laughs> <laughs> What's sow? So? I don't know. S-O-W. Whatever. Sow. Typically, gaslighters are seeking to gain power control over the other person by distorting reality and forcing them to question their own judgment and intuition. Oh, no wonder you use this word a lot. <laughs> because examples, examples of gaslighting. Gaslighting happens when an abuser tries to control a victim. I love these roles. I love, yeah, you put, no, you put yourself as the victim. No, no, I don't agree with this. <laughs> what are 10 signs of gaslighting? Okay. Blatant lies. No, I don't blatantly no, lie. No, you don't. Deny, deny, deny. You know what they said, but they deny that they said it. You deny. You literally say something and I'll be like, no, Whoa. you told me that I said something. I didn't say it. So no, two, two wrongs. <laughs> you just did it. You just did it. <laughs> um, I mean, these are really yeah, see, confusion see, projecting. <laughs> confusion projecting. I don't do any of these things. Anyway, listen, you're not like an abusive gaslighter, but you're just like kind of like a mind fucker a little bit sometimes. Anyway, so my point is, is that I do, I wish transparency is key. I wish you had said, Tay, I did, I did get you a gift. It's small, but I got you a gift. And then that way I could have at least like, if, if I have to scramble, I have to scramble. That's on me. 
Just saying. So that's your fault. I just gaslighted you. Maybe. <laughs> we'll talk about it in therapy. Anyway, no, but I do really feel like shit. I really feel bad. Like you, you could tell and like. No, but like you. Your gift. I literally don't care that you didn't get me anything, but like you should have. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and listen. Honey, it was our anniversary. It's so fucked up. Oh my God. I'm just don't kept kidding. You know I'm kidding. That's gaslighting you. Or no, is that just making fun of you? Just being an asshole. But, <laughs> and I deserve it. But I like, I'm really like, wow, our one anniversary, it's truly been the best, the best anniversary of our best year of our entire relationship. And that's saying a lot because we've had a lot of really good years. Like this year has been kind of, dare I say, the P word perfect. It's just, I'm so in love with you. I so get you. I feel like we're on the same page. I feel like we're a team. So the fact that I didn't like get something on our anniversary to celebrate that, it just makes, it's eating me up inside. So, I mean, it's not like I'm, what, Annie? No, not Annie. From Father of the Bride and he gets her a blender. And I'm like, honestly, at least he got her fucking something. <laughs> the wrong gift is better than no gift. So, um, this Sunday, so we're like, we wake up on Sunday of our anniversary. Yeah. It's like last week. I would come downstairs to his fucking gift wrapped for me. And I know it wasn't expensive, but it's so sentimental and it's so sweet. It really is. It's like a really pretty hand drawing artist, whatever, local artist drawing of Cipriani, which is like one of our favorite restaurants. So, so sweet and sentimental. So we went downstairs just to like grab brunch locally. We will, we, we failed. We were so hungover. I blame Claudette for all of it. <laughs> Claudia got us so drunk. We ended up at fucking Marquis. Monster. Oh my God. I mean, we really, and then Marquis. we really, we need to grow the fuck up anyway. So. Like I shouldn't be rolling into Marquis at 1am in Palazzo pants on our anniversary. <laughs> I woke up the next day with already 3000 steps on my Fitbit. And I was like, I literally haven't moved today. Why? I had, because we were, cause we were out in, in the wee hours of the morn. Jesus. Exactly. So we were all hung over for our anniversary. God damn it. Anyway, but I was in such a shame spiral. And I said, stay. You know that Rolex you've been wanting? I'm getting it for you. <laughs> so just for the record. I am the winner. Yeah. So, and you got, but I'm, I'm, we have to like pick it out together. I'm not going to fucking surprise you with that kind of a item and we're gonna get it like very used and we know a guy who knows a guy yeah. so we're like not paying fucking retail for no. it um and you do have a minimum like like i'm sorry a max you have like a, a limit okay you do yeah that's that otherwise i feel obviously abused. but anyway you know i don't need a bottega bag that i was saving up for for my <laughs> 40th birthday why would i need that let's just get you this is the thing though i want to get you something would you rather buy yourself a bottega bag or no. buy my buy me a, a rolex I, i've I've always wanted to get you a really nice watch because I have a really nice watch. So I really wanted to get you a nice watch at some point in life. And like your, what's your birthday this year? You can do it, honey. 36. I'll give you one more guess. 35. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and listen, 35. It's like. What is my birthday? November 2nd. What year? Mm, 19. I mean, Jimmy, you're 80. She's counting on her fingers. Eight, seven. Nine, 87. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. How old are you going to be? <gasps> I don't want to talk about it. But my point is. My I love point, it. My point is, is that I've always wanted to get you. <clears throat> it's something that we've talked about. It's something that I want to get you. I'm not going to fucking get it for you for Christmas. I'm not going to get it. I'm, I'm going to wait till you're 40. Oh, I don't want you to surprise me because I want to pick it out. 
Okay, good. Like, but then I, so I was talking to your sister Allie about it because mm-hmm. she was like dying over you the, were? yeah, she was dying over the, the Instagram stories. We were DMing mm. and I was like, so now I'm going to get a fucking Rolex. Stassi, by the way, was like, how do I manipulate Bo into doing this for me? <laughs> so there, again, you're going to really make out like a goddamn bandit. I sure am. Okay. Uh, and if this was your plan the whole time, well played friend, well played. <laughs> but I will say that this is, we're taking money out of our um, fund for our house. So it's not really responsible. It's okay. <laughs> I only have a few big ticket items left on my list. <laughs> oh my God. And it is taking out funds from having a baby. A house, a car, a baby, virtual reality headset <laughs> it's called an oculus just so you don't forget that's the that's the smallest of of the big items oh man i um, wish I, I couldn't get you that for our anniversary anyway <laughs> so um yeah you're 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 getting it but i was talking to Allie, and um what did she say hold on i'm like give me a second to think did she make a joke about it? Oh, I said to her, no, she was like, wow, she really manipulated the shit out of you. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I said, the thing that's like really upsetting is that if I had just gotten my shit together, I actually probably could have pulled this off without her even being involved. And then that, you could have with my family. That would have been yeah. the greatest reveal ever. And so like, and then I, I would have felt like shit. Yeah. Right. But now I've taken away. I've taken away that special moment for me of like giving you the only gift that you've ever really, really wanted in your life and fucking nailing it and surprising you. But I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to like jewelry, watches, I'm particular. Cars, fucking puppies. Like who wants a goddamn puppy as a surprise? Like, don't you want to pick out the dog that you want? I'll pick, don't you want to? Mm, like, yes, no, there yes. Are things, we have different tastes in dogs too. There are things in life that I just feel like it sounds romantic to surprise person with X, but like, it's actually quite narcissistic and controlling. Well, if you don't surprise me with a new house, I don't want it. <laughs> so anyway. Don't ask me to go see houses with you because I want it as a surprise. That's my long way of saying that um, I fucked up the anniversary gift and I'm sorry. Will the watch make up for Because if it's not, there's no point. You should be sorry. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? I am. But part of me is also like, you know, in Sex and the City, the movie, when... Uh, What's his face? Smith gets Samantha that ring yes, or whatever. Yes, yes. And she was like, I wanted to buy it myself. Yeah. Oh, if you don't want me no, to get no, this no, for no. you. No, no, no. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. Part of me has always been like, well, you know, I'm doing well at work. I'm like, it's about to like pop off. So I think maybe I'll like buy myself something really nice. But I. Let's get those prefer, student loans paid off first, please. I'd and thank you. prefer you buy it for me. Okay. Yeah. And then it's like something I gave to you that you can always have and think of me. Yes. Okay. Wear it on my wrist next to my Fitbit. Okay. You're not allowed to wear it. No, you cannot. <laughs> you know what? I wear the Fitbit on this wrist. The Fitbit is so bad. Um, okay. Is well, it really bad? Yes. Is it as bad as an Apple Watch? Yes. No, it's not. Yes. Seriously? It's not as bad as an Apple Watch, but it's not that far behind. Really? Just cover it with all your like turquoise jewelry. Maybe I'll, I'll try to mix it in. Ooh. Think I can like paint it gold? <laughs> you should do something. It's terrible. <laughs> this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Splendid Spoon. So it's been about a year since my wedding, and um, I lost like 20 pounds for the wedding in a month and a half. Totes not healthy. But it's not easy to eat healthy. That's why people in Hollywood look so good. They have freaking chefs that work for them and just give them all the healthy stuff. I've actually when I have the time to do food prep, I'm like, oh, eating healthy is easy. But guess what's not easy? (laughs) Shopping, prepping, the whole shebang. It's a pain in the butt. 
that was until I had Splendid Spoon. With Splendid Spoon, you can enjoy clean, delicious, stress-free meals in just minutes. So Splendid Spoon takes the work out of eating healthy by delivering ready-to-eat, plant-based meals, smoothies, and juices right to your door. That's what I'm talking about. They're all about clean, delicious food made with real ingredients and spices. And every single meal is 100% plant-based, gluten-free, and GMO-free. And the dishes are delicioso. Creamy mushroom and spinach noodles. Yes, please. Coconut curry. (laughs) I'll do. And with over 50 choices and a constant rotating menu, love that, there's always a new dish to try. I've always been curious about plant-based, but I was kind of turned off like, it's going to be gross. I could not have been more wrong. Now I'm a plant-based queen. And the convenience, oh my God, I mean, the food is delicious. It's good for you. But the convenience, that's really what wins me over every time. Splendid Spoon fits into any schedule and there's a meal plan for everyone. So stay well-fueled this summer with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and save on an entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. Just go to SplendidSpoon.com slash Taylor for $50 off your first box when you subscribe. Again, that's S-P-L-E-N-D-I-D-S-P-O-O-N.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. And that's going to get you $50 off when you subscribe. That's $50 off at splendidspoon.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. What's one thing you wish I'd stop doing? And I've got, I have an answer for you, but I, I feel like I, I think I know what you wish I'd stop doing. And I just stopped doing it yesterday. You wish I'd stop wearing my mom's underpants. (laughs) (laughs) You literally presented to me. Like, like you were in a dressing room that you were wearing now my underwear. <laughs> I went from wearing my mom's underpants to, to now wearing Taylor's underpants, which, which technically are my are your mom's, mom's underpants. underpants. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. There's, there's, they're slightly, uh, well, my mom wears like, what, what's they're like Cole's brand <laughs> underwear. They literally go up to your boobs. What, what, what's the brand? What are they? Hanes? Hanes? You got to look, you got to look. Right, come over here. Oh, God. I have them back on again. But just, yeah, what happened? No, just for today. That didn't last long. <laughs> this is key. If our neighbors jockey. are looking in, jockey. jockey, but they're like they're jockey, jockey, high waisted Norma Kamali underpants. That's what these are. Literally, they look like stockings up to your boobs. <laughs> they're so bad. But Full coverage, one hundred percent ass <laughs> coverage. Uh, no, actually, one hundred and twenty. They go. It goes so far over. Okay, so I love these, but your mom wears a brand. Vanity Fair. Link it, link it, link it. It's Vanity Fair. They're pricey. Yeah, they are. And they're sexy. (laughs) I think you put some in my stocking this year that were like extra small and you're like, do you like them? I'm like, yes, seven sizes bigger. Yeah. Um, Vanity Fair, you know, I feel like they're like, Vanity Fair is when you're on the way to Granny Panty. These these, uh, jockeys are full on Granny, so... I am, and I never throw them out. But it took me a year. But I'm done. You should see these are like rags. <laughs> rags. I do. I do your laundry. Okay. Oh, yeah. What's the one thing that I want you to change? <sighs> yes. I want you to. You're you're getting there. You're getting there. I want you to. Oh, I know what it is. What? No, go. No, you go. 
Stop talking like I'm poor. <laughs> yes. This is a better game. Yes. It's just guessing what yes. you want, think I want to change. Stop. Stop. No, not stop talking. Stop, stop like playing the poor. lottery. Stop talking poor. Stop talking poor. Manifestation I really believe in. Negativity begets negativity. Positivity begets positivity. So when you say things like, I really want to win the lottery so we can buy a house one day, it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And it's very gambly. And I don't like that. <laughs> Which we did all weekend. Uh, yeah, well, of course. I mean, you're... My friends were... Because uh, you're a hustler. <laughs> That's why. I also want you to stop hustling our friends when they come over. I give them making, their money back. It's all funny. No, games. I have to make you give them their money back. And you know it's the truth. Yeah. Okay, what's the dumbest fight that we got into this past year? Oh, everyone. I know, seriously. I'm going to say God, I, the dumbest fight that we got into is when we got like we got into a fight where like I like literally had to leave the apartment and like take a lap, take a walk. Mm-hmm. And it was over m- me getting my moles removed. <laughs> <laughs> you got mad at me. You made me remove that I before wedding. I, I made you. Explain <laughs> how I made you. You shamed me. You gaslit me. You said, should I get them removed? And I said, yes. You said, they're so gross. I l- <laughs> never say that even though they were. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. See? No. I got all these moles removed and no, now I have dad, scars. Uh, your dad w- forced you into it. No. Ah, you did. Gaslighter. Now you're going after Chippy. Why well, wouldn't I Leave do? Chippy out of this. No, I, fo- I forced him to the... To the, to the you, reluct- you reluctantly did it. That's what happened. And you also went to get like two removed and you came back with nine band-aids all over your body. <laughs> so I, I was not a part of that. That's such a lie. Now I'm going to get mad again. Okay. What, what, what was the dumbest fight you thought? There's definitely some fights that happen in the car where I want to follow GPS and you don't. <laughs> And then we always get stuck in traffic. And then, and, then, and then you say, no. And then you say, I promise next time I'm going to follow it. And we literally get right to where the next time, right where we're supposed to go. And at the last second you curve off and you go your way again. And we get stuck in fucking traffic. Are you kidding me? The last time we were coming back to my parents, I was like, we're taking the GW home. And you were like, no, no, Holland. And I was like, no fucking way. I'm going through the yeah, city and my re- on a goddamn Saturday. And I refreshed my map and it said to go your way. So my brain's smarter than stupid ways. I hate ways. Okay. Anyway, I have one more fight that I just wanted to just... Um, remind you of because mm-hmm. I'm actually still mad about How it. How romantic. <laughs> we know that's your forte. When you fucking posted that picture of me and you at Stassi oh. and Bo's wedding without asking me and also Bradley took so many good ones and for and so when you were, you were like oh I'm going to post one of them I was like there's a million gorgeous ones yeah go ahead post. Why you t- why you posted the one where I look like a literal potato bug I'll never understand. Okay, here's the thing. First and I'm about, actually still pissed I it's actually, up there. I actually think you look beautiful in it, but I should have asked. Number one, it's horrible. Number one, I should have asked. Why? Getting, getting you upset, only look at yourself when you post pictures. Getting no, getting upset in that moment, I understand. Getting upset two months later when we're laying in bed at your parents' house at one o'clock in the morning after having ten drinks, <laughs> not acceptable. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I will say, I'm still fucking mad. I hate it. And I feel like at this point now, I can't oh, even oh, oh. You let got you delete it. The second time you got mad is because I hadn't buried it. You said you, you promised me you were going to bury it. You did promise it. to bury it. And then I you said you'd keep of, it up there if you buried it. And you got mad out of nowhere because I hadn't buried it. Well, good thing we have therapy next week. <laughs> 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 okay, let's end on a high note. Okay. So I, I wrote down something. Um, you're the only person in the world I would dot, dot, dot. Or I blank, blank, blank. Like fill in the blank. Want me to go first? Mm-hmm. You're the only person in the world I feel comfortable in my body around. 
Vita. Isn't that nice? It's the truth. Yes. I hate my body right now. And like when I'm around anyone, anyone, like I want to cover myself and like I'm just like very aware of like the way I feel in my body and it's not fun. And I got to do something about it and I get that. But like the fact that I can like be upstairs on the roof with you like doing gardening and stuff and be naked all day long and like just be, that's kind of powerful. So thank you for letting me let my gut hang out naked. Yes. You're the only person I would shave my neck in front of. <laughs> I have like this little bit of hair that goes down too far and I shave it. And I always rub it when I get nervous. And now I'm telling the world and it's my biggest insecurity. So how far have we come now? I'm so proud of you. Such growth. Do you tag. think I'm going to edit this out? Don't edit that part out. It's so sweet. Fine. It's sweet? It is sweet, Tate. You don't... Somehow Tay's got convinced at a young age that she has Wolverine neck. Wolverine neck. <laughs> well, my mom made me get it waxed when I was in college <laughs> and they waxed it too far. So my literally hairline like stopped like where my ears start. <laughs> and so then I got all fucked up for like 10 years. You and know what? Just... Megan Fox has brachydactyly. We can't all be perfect. Yeah, you know? just, we all have to have flaws. It's just a little bit right at the bottom. I don't even notice it. I know. No, no but shave your neck away. <sighs> I'm gonna get it lasered. No, please. Oh, you know what? I'll get I'll get you that for your one year anniversary. <laughs> I would actually love it. Scratch the watch. Let's get that hair removed. Like three sessions right I think, there. I, I think that's what year one is hair, right? That's yeah. <laughs> Happy anniversary. I love you. You too, babe. So much. You're too so special to many me. More. Seriously, a lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. Tay, I love you to bits and pieces. Love you me. are my whole heart and my whole world. For real. Like, I never thought I was ever going to be this in love or this happy ever in a million years. And my mom just said it when we were staying with her. And honestly, I receive it. She's like, you guys are like one of the best couples I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm like, we are. We're so great. And honestly, that's a testament to you because I've been in other relationships and I was not. You sucked. I sucked. So you <laughs> truly bring out the absolute best in me. And I am like, I pinch myself every day that I get to be with you. So... Thank you for loving me. Me too. Me too, honey. I'm so grateful for you. And you've pushed me when I needed to be pushed. And you've been patient with me. And you've made me a better person. For real, real? Yeah. Not worse. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Not worse permanently. Just worse temporarily <laughs> sometimes. Well, I love you, Bunny. Bunny. I love you too, sweetheart. Um, you guys, that is it for us. Uh, make sure to... Follow my wife, follow Rita at Taylor Donahue and see the horrible picture she posted of me. <laughs> also, if you don't follow me, please at Taylor Strecker. And of course, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It means everything, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Love you to bits and pieces. Until next week, bye, girl, bye.